Welcome, everyone, to our podcast. This is Mesa Means Table. We have an official name now. We haven't for our first two episodes, so this is the name. It is not changing. Mesa Means Table. Quick story about that. We are in Phoenix, Arizona. Mesa is a city in Arizona. Our creative community is called Mesa. But when we talk to people about Mesa, they often say, oh, you're in Mesa? So Mesa means table in Spanish, and we're really passionate about creating a table for diverse creatives to get together and just share their journey, uh, what can help, what has been lessons along the way, even help each other with work. Um, So that is what this podcast is for us. That's also what Mesa means table means to us. But I'm really excited about today's episode. I have my friend and guest here. Her name is Cuppy Flores. Say hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try to uh, be as natural as possible. Yes. Cuppy and I love to talk. We do. So we're we also going <laughs> to try to keep this concise. Yes. But today's topic that we want to talk to you about is going to be about creative directing and specifically about creative directors and their relationship with the artists that they're working for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuppy and I have had some unique experiences doing that together and separately, so we're going to dive into that. But first, Cuppy, let the people know who who you are. So I want to know a fun fact. Okay. I also want to know creatively. You're a very creative person extremely talented. We'll just say that. I feel like anything that you do is done extremely well and with excellence. Um, but tell me about like, what do you do creatively? What's, what's your favorite? What are you doing right now? Cool. That's so kind, by the way. Thank you. Um, I think, well, first of all, if we've never met, my name is Cuppy Flores, as (laughs) Sarah stated. A fun fact is that I love cold pastries. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I order anything at a cafe, specifically cinnamon rolls or anything for that matter, I do not like it warm. Do not warm it up. It is literally the worst thing that somebody can do to me. When I <laughs> found this out about Cuppy, it took a while to process because yeah. I can't think of anything worse than a cold pastry. <laughs> like none of the flavors are there until they're warm. So weird. But I Cuppy know. said no. She wants it cold. cold. I love it cold. Out of the fridge. Yes. Out of the fridge. Literally. You even told me that if... You get it warm, like, you'll wait for it to get cold. 1,000%. Or I will literally ask them again, hey, I don't want to be annoying, but can I just get it cold? Can you swap this out? I want the frigid one. Yes. Um, Oh, that's funny. I know. It's a weird thing. But, yeah, I love cold pastries. I, um, I guess I've dabbled in a few different things creatively. Yeah. Um, I own a flower business as well. Um called Wild Posey AZ, currently operating out of Phoenix, Arizona, or any area around. Um, Do a lot of floral design, a lot of business, um, oddly enough, but creatively, that's where I spend a lot of my time. I've also decided to pursue being an artist, and that does entail, like, you know, writing songs, really putting out, like, what I'm thinking, and even with this new song that I've just actually come out with called Push Pull. If you haven't listened, I know I'm going to plug it in there. That also brought out like a lot of creativity in that's kind of how we started our relationship. But yeah, just navigating like what I wanted to say, how I wanted it to look like, what I wanted it to sound like. And then in the past, just like with church, I've done creative directing myself, 
been a project manager, done many things throughout the years that really have like developed that skill. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like a few things that I'm currently dabbling Just in. Just a few. Just a few. Because you're an extremely creative person. <laughs> Secrets about Cuppy, she can dance. Oh, I forget about that. TikTok dancer, look <laughs> her up. <laughs> I'm not that good. You're good at makeup. Great at makeup. Yes. That's a fun My fact. goodness. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like you're you're creative at so many things. I would say like, I think most of like... I, was it like the left side of the brain that's like the most creative, they say? We'll say yes. Somebody okay. will correct us. Yes. But sorry if this isn't correct. Yeah. But I feel like I operate with that part of the brain yeah. pretty much in everything that I do. Yeah. yeah. Like even in my mundane jobs, like I try to exercise that part and how creative can I be here? Um, so, yeah. I agree. I see that about you. Yeah. Um, so you said that you have done some creative directing work. Yeah. Which is really funny because uh, with our company, Anonymo, I typically do the job of a creative director. And for those of you who don't know, Cuppy was a client for Anonymo. Like she was saying, she released music, this first single, Push Pull, and we got the privilege of doing that together. Yeah. So what was funny is I know about your work doing creative directing. And so when I knew that I would be your creative director, um, <laughs> I had a moment of like, crap, but what am I needed for? Like, Cuppy knows how to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess we'll pause real quick. What is a creative director? I'll give my definition. You give yours. Yep. I see creative director as somebody who carries the vision for everything visual. Yep. So we're talking branding, marketing, um, socials, really any way that you can see, feel, touch this brand. For you specifically, it was music. Yep. For some people, it might be a book, their business, their personal life. Maybe they want to brand themselves. Yep. Um, things like that. So as a creative director, you're in charge of making sure all of that is cohesive. Yeah. Does it all tell the same story? Does it all feel the same? Does it all... Yeah. What, what do you think? Yeah, I would say it's very similar. I think you become like the boots on the ground and you are the person that makes yeah. it happen. Yeah, It's funny because I sometimes thought, and not that creative directing isn't creative, but I do feel like it's very much more like you are making it happen. And some yes. of that doesn't seem very creative at times. It's making phone calls. It's organizing That's people. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Um, at least like when I had the opportunity, and I even know you you operated in this way with our project, but it, yeah, it's a lot of managing different people, different places, different things, finances. So and yes, there's like that visual part and that creative part where you get to like dabble in the fun stuff. But I would say... Maybe 85% is organization yeah. and just like dealing with unfun things. So true. Behind the scenes, nobody's <laughs> yeah. ever going to know you did it. Exactly. You're kind of that manager, uh, a secretary of all of the things. Yeah. Because really the creative stuff, when you are the creative director, yep. you're kind of um, contracting that out. Like yeah. you can't do everything. So the f most fun parts, you're probably not doing all that creative greatness yeah and that. it's crazy because it really is an important job like I kind of see it as like you are the knowledge bank because we go to you you know who to call like you know what to do you know how it looks like what you can make it look if you can't yeah you know get it that way or however yeah. you're wanting like you know exactly what to do and it's fun because that creates you have to do the research you have to yourself kind of dabble in that but 
yeah, I, I personally see it as like, man, you're the knowledge bank, mm-hmm. which is I really, really cool. Like that. I like that definition. Yeah. Okay. So we obviously both have experience in it. Yeah. So let's talk a little about about the relationship between artists, client versus, or I guess with creative director. Let's talk about the most recent experience when you were the artist or the client and I was the creative director. Yeah. So I would say when we first started that project, we are, I would say, you tell me if I'm wrong. I think we're much closer friends now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That was, we probably started that maybe more than a year ago. Yep. Okay. That journey obviously brought us closer. Yeah. So what did it look like in the beginning days when you knew I'm going to be your creative director, which is pretty vulnerable. Yeah. What did that look like? What, how were those first moments together? What were you worried about? I think at first my initial reaction was excited. I was really hyped and I really was like, great, it's going to be amazing. But then I think I went like to control freak mode because of the fact that like I've done it before and there's yeah. like this thing it's not just like myself. I feel like a lot of creatives just feel like if you've done it, you know it best. Yes. Well, especially when it's your vision. Exactly. You have to hand that over. Exactly. Yeah. So I went from like excited to a little bit like fearful because mm-hmm. I think, especially with like Push Pull, which is like my very first song that I'm releasing to the world. And it was really important for me. So I think like, I was really fearful in the fact that, like, is someone going to actually care about, like, visually putting everything together the way that I imagined it to be? Yep. And there was, like, this trust thing for for me. I mean, trust is really important in general. But I think for me, it was, like, I started thinking to myself, like, could I trust Sarah to actually do this job? And then I went into, like, the humility part of it because I do think that, like, you have to have a little bit of humility to know that like just because you've done it before doesn't mean you do it better or Mm, that you absolutely you know or that you have the more experience like I've done creative directing doesn't mean I'm good at it (laughs) (laughs) or you're great at it but doesn't mean you're the only one that's great at it exactly yeah Um, and yeah there just had to come like a time where I had to really navigate that internally and just kind of hand it over And to my surprise, it was the best thing I could have done. Now, I can't imagine ever doing anything (laughs) without you. But, (laughs) you know, specifically talking with any type of, like, creative director, period. Like, it's just so hard. Um, It's such an important role. I agree. Yeah. Uh, That's difficult. Like, the humility lesson, the just, like, taking... You're kind of like laying something down and just hoping somebody will take care of your baby. Absolutely. And you're doing it... Like, you knew me. I wasn't a stranger. No. There was a reason that you and I were chosen to work together. It right. could have been somebody else on the team, right. but it was me and you. Yeah. Can you give me, like, a practical that you needed to do to kind of get past that hump? So you were talking about that there was a moment you were excited, and then you went to Control Freak, and then you were like, you know what? I'm just going to find the humility in this and kind of hand it over, see what happens. Oh, it turned out good. What was a piece in there that you physically had to do? Well, I think... At the time, I was also, like, navigating, like, a lot of, like, personal things that required me to see a therapist. So, like, my therapist just straight up said, like, just let it go. Wow. And that was really helpful for me. Um, So, I think practically how that would look like is, like, 
having like a second pair of ears that you can bounce that internal thought with husband, friend, whatever. For me, it was therapy. And yeah, she was just very direct and said, you need to let it go. And I was like, okay. And it was at the time where we did my party where Mm -hmm. I just genuinely was like, all right. Mm -hmm. You know, it might not have looked like that, but my internal posture was definitely like, all right, we're going to let it go and and see what happens. For me, I saw it. Yeah. It was like a physical thing you could see with you. Yeah. Uh, Creative work is extremely vulnerable. It's very personal. When you are the creative, a lot of times those emotions are very complex Yep, because you're trying to create something. You're trying to take something from nothing and yep. make it something. And along the way, we're typically asking, like, I hope someone likes this. Yeah. Maybe maybe we're not saying that, but somewhere inside, we're typically asking that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's difficult. For I'm sure. really glad you had your therapist to yeah. say something. Oh, that's what I was going to say is that I could see it. I knew where my place was but I knew that you were struggling and I saw when you kind of had the freedom of okay I'm gonna let somebody else help me yeah and and you were never pushed out like we do this work together right but you didn't have to do it alone yeah I think that that's what like creative director and artist together I think that might be the biggest lesson is as an artist understanding I don't have to do this alone yeah I don't have to make this happen create this into being by myself yep actually there's somebody that can help and as a creative director it's not that person's job to take over and create their vision like their literal job is to hopefully understand your vision so well that i can carry it for you yeah and kind of take some of that load off take some of that pressure off do it together yeah and you did exactly that i should say thank you absolutely what were your initial thoughts, like, taking on that project? Um, I will say, okay, we'll be really honest. I did feel the pressure of, like, what if Cuppy doesn't like this? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be honest. <laughs> because yeah, at that point, like, we weren't strangers. I knew you. Mm-hmm. We just got to know each other a lot more over the process. Yeah. So I did know how deeply you cared. And maybe like a little bit of perfectionism. Mm -hmm. You've said that. So I'm using your word. 1000%. And I am also somebody who like cares a lot about my work. And as a creative myself who creates things, I care. I know how much I care about what I'm creating. So to see you, to see how much it was kind of burdening you of like, I know what I want to make, but how do I get this out to the world? I knew how much you cared. So I felt the weight as well. And I think my initial thoughts were like, all right, like, (laughs) let's like fake this confidence till we make it because I know I'm going to do a great job in the end. But those initial, yeah, I was like, what if she doesn't like it? (laughs) What if this doesn't go well? I think that lasted maybe like two weeks. And then I was, oh, no, got this. I see the vision. I understand. We're going to nail it. Do you think we nailed it in the end? Oh, absolutely. I think we blew it out of the water. I cried at the end. (laughs) I was like, it's over. I'm sad. I remember because your project with this relationship was kind of a Mm two-parter. I remember when the first part was coming to a close, you said something along the lines of like, "Now, now I know that I can trust you and 
you kind of said something like, oh, I'm just going to hand everything over. Yeah, like, I, I didn't want to make I'm any done. decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the opposite yeah, extreme and said, true. you make every decision. It's true, which I was okay with because yeah. I knew when to come to you and when to ask you questions, when yeah. to include you. For but sure. It was really like that is like an A plus gold, gold star moment when you hear who you've been working for say, oh, you understood what was in my brain so well. For sure. Okay, now I trust you. It got to the point where I didn't even want to choose my own photos. I was <laughs> like, you can choose them. That's true. Then you became like pendulum swing and it was like, I don't really care. You tell me. And I was like, no, no. I need you to choose. <laughs> it's so funny. That I think, yeah, that was a really great experience. I think also for me, one of the really cool things about working with you that I learned along the way, which was really and a really important lesson I think that I will forever take is you don't have to be super personal. You don't have to take things super personal in like your work relationship. There is an element like of friendship and like we we are friends outside of our work. But I think for me, it's just like even shooting you straight when we did or vice versa. Like there was never any element where I felt like, I couldn't be honest. That's um, and it wasn't personal. Like, whether it was something that, like, we said about a specific project or if I said, hey, I don't think that this was what I wanted, which there was not very many of those moments. No, but there was some. There was some. Yeah. But I think it was just really refreshing to, for it to just be what it was and move on. That's there good. wasn't, like, this lingering oh man I hurt her feelings or <laughs> now this is gonna oh, be man. awkward like if I look at this picture I didn't want that you know it was a yes. very honest relationship and it wasn't I guess that's the best way that I can just yeah. describe it we just didn't take it personal and that's something that I will always forever value and take forward with me because sometimes you just need to execute and just know that like hey I'm not criticizing your work we just need to get something done um and I loved that like and I learned that from you because wow. you're a great communicator you're so good at your job that's so kind I was like, damn I need to be like okay I can't <laughs> take a person <laughs> that's so kind yeah. um you told me that recently and I have taken that with me like what yeah. I communicate well like yeah. that that has been really profound for me so thank you yeah you're welcome. um I think I learned something really similar from you because oh, I well. remember having the moment of like oh, I can trust that she's not taking this personally. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because uh, we and I have worked with so many different creatives, and there's not always that moment. It's not always received well when you critique or, and let's be honest, like that has to happen. Of there course. has to be feedback. There has to be criticism at some point to refine something and make it the best product. 1,000%. It's not always received well. No. Uh, so that was very refreshing. I think I'm now I'm hearing from both of us when we realized, oh, this can actually exist, yep. this feedback, this critique, and it's okay. Yep. And we'll see each other tomorrow and we'll be best of friends and it'll be yep. fine And because that is our work. Yeah. And we're getting better. Yeah. It wasn't taken personally. Yeah, for sure. And I I love that. Like, I think this experience taught me how to have a really great backbone as an artist. This is something I really want to do. And I think, like, whether it's working with you or maybe other people in the future, it just, one, taught me the value of working with somebody. Because I think very highly creative people like you and me sometimes tend to be lone rangers, thinking so we can true. do it all. And so that's not true. true. Even no. if you have the vision, like... 
doesn't mean you can actually outwork it. I've, I've been that person where I've like been in my ego and been like, I can do it all. And I probably can, but it sucks at the end. It could have been much better just with working with somebody and finding somebody that you work well with. Which this was really surprising. I really mm-hmm. didn't know like how that relationship would develop or how it would go. But I was like really surprised how quickly and like you caught on to everything. And yeah, it was a really amazing experience to be a part of. That's amazing. I yeah. agree. I had a great time. Yeah. I want to touch on something that you said because I think it is the core of why we exist as a company. And you were just talking about like, you and I, as creatives, we can kind of be Lone Ranger sometimes, thinking that we can do it on our own because it's yeah. going to be better that way. It's yeah. going to be the best product or whatever. You've learned, I've learned separately that no, <laughs> that's just, <laughs> that just doesn't exist. No. Um, maybe you will make a good product, but there's going to be something sacrificed along the way that's probably going to hurt you in the long run. Yeah. I truly believe, I know you share this as well, but our company, Anonimo Mesa, completely believes that we are better as creatives in community, specifically like better as humans in community, but we have creative works. We'll talk about creatives. Yep. It is just better to share each other's burdens, do it together. It's more fun. Yeah. I think better ideas come out of it. 100%. And you operate more in the creating aspect of things. So true. Because I feel like when you're trying to take over the world, like, you don't have room for creativity. You kind of just rely on the new ideas. But when you're able to release um, within that community, whether it's in these roles, like, you spend time creating and Mm -hmm. actually, like, yeah, like, leveling up your craft. Yeah. You don't, it doesn't always have to be the end goal of collaboration, right? You and I don't need to make an art piece together. But if I'm in community, how you are affecting my life is going to affect what I'm creating. Right. Hopefully for the better. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we're going to come to a close. I don't want to end without quickly talking about push-pull. Yeah. So you released a single. It's called Push-Pull. That's right. Tell us, like, what's the genre quick why did you release it and can we expect more to come yeah awesome yeah so i released a song called push pull the genre is okay i'm gonna say it is country pop it is very inspired by country music i love country music twang yes you do um it doesn't mean like you know i think i'm a traditional country artist i definitely know that i'm not that but i'm very inspired by the genre but i also love pop music and i feel like you can hear like that modern flair come through Definitely. kind of like creating something that i would love to listen to essentially is what push pull is and i think like it's just a really amazing story that i got to share about an experience that happened within a friendship and yeah that was kind of like my my way to release that mm-hmm. and it was a really cool way to kind of share that experience with everybody. Yes, you can expect more music. I think like this is the year where I'm really pushing myself in this way. Um, I think I've always done it behind closed doors, but I think this is where I'm finally kind of like, I don't really care what people think. I'm just going to go for it. And I absolutely want to release more music. I'm really hoping I get to do it again this year. And even if it's not like a single, maybe an EP, I'm not sure, but definitely expect more. Follow me on all the socials because yes. I'm active on there. Yes, um, you are. <laughs> on anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
Yeah, amazing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thanks for being here with me today. Yeah, we should do this again. Absolutely. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to do it again to talk just to you as a woman in business, but that'll be another day. Yeah. Uh, for everyone listening, thank you for listening. We will be back every other Monday with a new podcast from somebody in the creative world, unpacking their thoughts, what they've been through, what they've learned. Um, but that's it for now. You guys can follow us on social media, anonymo.studios. Our website is also linked below. And then Cuppies on Socials yep. under Cuppy Flores. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back 